This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Together, McCaffrey gets a breather. Mason is in. Wide open. Purdy to Samuel. Walk in. Touchdown, San Francisco. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. It was one of Brock Purdy's like 96 touchdowns in uh, Sunday's win over Arizona. I know, because he nuked a couple of uh, fantasy teams of mine in some playoff matchups, which was no fun. And now he's the favorite, obviously, to win NFL MVP. And uh, big-time showdown for the Niners coming up on Monday night against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, will join us on the show in just a moment to talk Ravens-Niners. He'll be on the call of the Colts and the Falcons this weekend. We'll talk that, Cowboys and Dolphins, and more with Baldy in a moment. But want to remind our live audience, Will Brinson stops by in 20 minutes from CBS Sports. Steve Burr line from the NFL on CBS 40 minutes from now to kick off hour number three Eric Eager from Sumer Sports one hour from right now and all our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour final hour of the show but right now it's the aforementioned Brian Baldinger Odyssey Sports NFL insider and the host of the Odyssey original podcast the best football show that's the name of the show, and it's a really great name we should kind of like we changed the name of our show to that and I guess when football ended we can't really call ourselves the best baseball show because we don't work during baseball season. Anyway, Baldy Show features daily breakdowns of the most important storylines around the National Football League, and he is on Twitter at Baldy NFL. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 16 in the National Football League to you and yours, and a happy early Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Ken, uh, good to be with you. Merry Christmas to you guys. Happy holidays. Uh, it's a good time of the year, fellas. And Baldy, one of the, I mean, basically like the game of the year, maybe on Christmas night, we'll kind of, maybe we'll work backwards a little bit. Obviously this isn't the first game they're going to see coming up, but like really might actually be the game of the year. Could definitely see feature both one seeds in the respective conferences playing each other really late in the season. It's kind of rare to get a matchup like this record wise and seed wise this late in the year. And Baldy, the, the Niners at home in the game against the Ravens, the Niners are about a five and a half point home favorite. So basically, like, are they going to win by a touchdown or more uh, at home against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? Curious kind of what you think of that point spread. The market also expects a pretty high-scoring game. The total is about 47. So kind of lay it on us. How do you see it playing out? Brock Purdy against Lamar Jackson. Uh, Niners favored by five and a half. Well, Ken, it's, it's an analyst's dream, honestly, because you could break this game down just getting ready for the game on about 20 different levels. Uh, is Brock Purdy the MVP? Maybe we'll find out against the number one defensive football. Uh, is Lamar Jackson truly an improved quarterback? We'll find out against a great defense in San Francisco. Maybe it's a prelude to the Super Bowl. I think uh, ultimately it's going to come down to really ball security. When San Francisco struggled for a three-game losing streak, Brock Purdy threw a couple interceptions against Cincinnati, one key one against Cleveland. They lost those games, and, and San Francisco wasn't taking the ball away. Now they lead the league in interceptions with 19, and – Everybody is sort of involved. Traverius Ward, 
big game last week. I kind of feel like whoever turns the ball over the most, I mean, that sounds obvious, but I think in a game where you're going to go up and down the field and it's going to be big plays made by big stars all day long, I feel like San Francisco has the edge in that department, the way they're playing right now, the way they're forcing mistakes. And so I feel like San Francisco is a touchdown better than Baltimore. The way that they're playing, the way that they're locked in, um, I think McCaffrey, even though Baltimore says they're the number one defense, fewest points surrendered this year, I feel like they're vulnerable in the run game. And I think McCaffrey's going to have a good game. Well, I also think San Francisco's a touchdown better. So does Ken Barkley. Let's go Niners coming up on Monday night against uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baldy, we'll, we'll bounce around like the days that the games are played here. So we did the last game of the week, Monday night. Let's go to the game that you'll be calling on Sunday. We'll hit all the big games. I... I, I'm so fascinated to get your opinion on this Falcons-Colts game, right? And look, this Baldy, this is my opinion, and you and I will talk about this tomorrow on um, on In the Huddle. I, I think Arthur Smith's a desperate coach, and I think he's kind of feeling the heat, and he's doing what he can to save his ass right now and try to obviously get his team into the playoffs also. Benching Desmond Ritter for the second time this season. Here comes Taylor Heineke to try and rescue things now. And betters are a little more bullish on Atlanta with, with, uh, with Heineke starting than Desmond Ritter. Atlanta's a one-point favorite. The total is 44-and-a-half, and Baldy, like, uh, betters have been all over Shane Steichen overs this year with the, the play volume that Indianapolis runs. So who do you like to win the game, and do you think this is going to be a higher-scoring affair now with Taylor Heineke as Atlanta's quarterback? Well, I mean, the, the throw that Desmond Ritter had at the end of the game last week to win the game, the interception, it's just, it's just I mean, nobody can make that throw. Nobody. Drake London is wide open. I don't know how he's looking. I don't know what he did. The, the throw, you can't put Desmond Ritter back in. So you got to go back to Heineke for the second time this year. Uh, he's, he's limited against a very good pass rush of the Colts. I just like the way the Colts are playing football. Uh, I know all the names in Atlanta uh, that everybody wants to talk about. You look at them, though, Nick. I know you study this stuff every day. Like, none of them are having big numbers. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan. None of them are like, like approaching a, a big number of touchdowns or, or huge games because the quarterback is so limited. And so I do feel that, that Arthur uh, Smith is feeling the heat for sure. And I think, I do think they're desperate, but I don't feel the Colts play like that. I don't think the Colts feel like that. And I like Shane Steichen a bunch and I love what they're doing all the way around. They're playing good, solid football and it's on both sides of the ball. And what's amazing is, they lose Zach Moss last week, right, on Saturday. Here comes Tyler Goodson. Like, he didn't have any problem running the ball. I mean, I don't think no matter who they put in there right now because of the play they're playing up front. And I think they're going to have success. I, I like the Colts to win this game. There won't be any kind of a crowd in Atlanta. There won't be a lot of support there. It, it's just the way it is this time of the year when they're not winning. Um, I think they're upset with the whole organization and how it's being run and the coach and the quarterbacks and the whole thing. I like the Colts. Well, you kind of allude to it there, you know, Shane Steichen, we talked about his overs. You're talking about what a great job he's doing, loses a ton of players to injury. So this is reflecting in a betting market for coach of the year, Baldy, where, you know, we have a lot of, there's coaches every year that just, they really surprise us versus what we expected. Shane Steichen, the favorite basically everywhere now to be coach of the year, about two, three to one. And there's a bunch of other surprising team coaches kind of right behind him. So you have Steichen, you have D'Amico Ryans and the Texans, you have Kevin Stefanski and the Browns, you have uh, Dan Campbell of the Lions. 
obviously like if they win the division, that's a great story. If you had a vote for coach of the year, is it, is it Steichen? Is it the favorite? Is there another coach that's even impressed you more with what he's done this year? Mm, I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of, to be honest with you, I'm not dodging the question, but I like to play these, these, uh, you know, all these games out, you know, because I think there's still a lot to determine. I was very impressed by D'Amico Ryan's last week and how they won with Case Keenum in Tennessee. I've been impressed by Shane Steichen from the beginning. He brought, uh, you know, he he brought Minshew with him from Philadelphia, knew him, and you know, he got a chance to play right away, almost immediately with the injuries. Um, so I like both those guys, but. Uh, honestly, uh, I mean, there's there's so many other candidates right now. I, I feel like guys are doing a, a remarkable job, in, including both uh, Harbaugh and 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 uh, Shanahan right now with what they're doing and how they're doing it. Uh, but I I I admire Shane Steichen all season for the way he's handled things. You know, Jonathan Taylor's not signed. He's not in. He's he's in, but then he's out and he's hurt. Like. You know, they, they're they playing a rookie right tackle, second-year left tackle. Uh, they lose their starting nose tackle to suspension. I mean, on, you know, it's on and on and on. And here they are, right in playoff contention and playing solid football all year. So I think it's a good choice. I mean, it surprised me that he's out front right now. But, you know, the more I think about it, I could talk myself into it pretty easily. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Talking Week 16 in the National Football League with the great Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider on Twitter, at Baldy NFL. Baldy, let's get your take on the uh, the Cowboys and the Dolphins from South Beach. Miami, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Dolphins decimate the Jets this past weekend. Dallas gets decimated in Buffalo by the Bills. So Miami, a really small home favorite. The total is 51. Baldy, who wins on Sunday in Florida? The Dolphins or the Cowboys, and why? Well, I saw that. I saw what Buffalo did to Dallas on Sunday. We all did. And, you know, they ran for, they ran 49 times for 266 yards. I mean, nobody wants that on their resume. But, you know, the Arizona Cardinals did something similar earlier in the year. I think Dallas is vulnerable uh, to the run. Miami, by the way, is the number one rushing offensive football. They do it in a variety of ways. I think the Cowboys are going to have a problem with that. And I thought Mike McDaniel made a great decision to sit Tyreek down last week. Um, and to try to get them as healthy as possible for this really tough stretch they're in. I like the Dolphins right now. I, I, I know, you know, they collapsed against Tennessee two weeks ago, um, but Teron Armstead makes a difference. Tyreek makes a difference. Defensively, I don't know if Javon Hall and Xavier Howard get back, but I feel like Jalen Ramsey, if he has to go on CeeDee Lamb and shadow him the way he did Garrett Wilson last week, he's capable of at least controlling CD. I'm getting crazy. I think Dallas' offense will play better than they did last week. But I like Miami right now because of the explosive element and the ability to run the ball that I think Dallas is going to have trouble with again. And uh, Tyreek didn't practice today, but it's it's only Wednesday. I think Baldy's kind of telling me like he maybe expects Tyreek to play or thinks it's more likely than he plays last week. And the betting market will obviously react to that too. So Dolphins one and a half right now in the Dolphins injury reports, like kind of ridiculous for the next couple of days. And we'll see who plays. Uh, Baldy, I want to ask you about Lions and Vikings, which we talked about in the last segment also, and kind of whether you saw last week uh, Lions kind of throttling the Denver Broncos at night on Saturday, whether you saw that as kind of like Lions getting back on track and like there's a home stretch here and they're going to play well, or whether that was more about Denver, right? So this game might, might really answer that question for us. Lions are about a field goal road favorite against Nick Mullins and the Vikings. 
on Sunday, the totals 47 lions back on track here a little bit, Baldy, or was that kind of a one game thing? Uh, they ran the ball really good. You know, the offensive line, Panay Sewell, Frank Ragnow. I mean, they really pushed Denver around. Uh, they did not turn the ball over. And that was the key. That was the key really to Denver's, you know, run to get to the in playoff contention was taking the ball away. They had the most takeaways going into last week of any team in the league. They didn't get any last week. Detroit protected Jared Goff, and they ran the ball really good. And when Detroit plays like that, they're hard to beat because their offense is very good. Nobody seems to be able to cover. I mean, if you just want to have a fun, you know, side bet, like who's going to get more catches and yards, Laporta or Hawkinson, um, you know, because both tight ends are playing really well. I, I just think right now Detroit's offense, it's as good as Minnesota's defense is, and they're excellent. Brian Flores has done a remarkable job. Um, I just don't feel like Minnesota's offense is going to have enough firepower with Nick Mullins. I just feel like they can, you know, I, and not that Nick can't play. He's there for a reason. But, like, they've got to get the ball to Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson. We know that. And Hawkinson. And I don't know that he's going to be able to do that consistently without turning the ball over. It's just been his mantra. I think the line is right. I think Detroit continues here. And they finish strong. They, they look very good last week against Denver. It was an impressive win. Baldy, if you could, give us like 30 seconds on this game so we have time left over to hit like one more game or one more topic with you. And like you're you're really plugged in with the Eagles organization. It's curious if you think the Eagles are like due to bounce back in a big way on Christmas Day against my Giants, who got throttled by the Saints. That was no fun. Uh, Eagles are a 12-point home favorite in this game on Christmas. The total is 42. So, Baldy, this is not just like the Eagles to win and get off the schneid with the victory. You need them to win by like two touchdowns to cover the spread here. Do you think that's in the cards here against it's a Tommy DeVito baby in the New York football Giants. I don't think it's in the cards. I mean, New Orleans packs a really good defense. And I don't know, like the Giants offense line just broke down. They, they, they ran the same blitz, not blitz. They ran the same line stunt at, at Tommy DeVito four straight times. And they sacked them all four times. Like they didn't stop it at all. Like it was just shocking how bad the Giants offense was. And, you know, if DeVito can't run like he did the week before, like they seem to be throttled. I don't know that the Eagles are a good team right now. They have time to fix it. That's the fun part of it. There's time to fix these issues. I don't think defensively they're a very good team. So I think the Giants are going to score points, Nick. I I mean, I think they're going to have some success. I just don't know right now if the Giants, if the Eagles offense is good enough to put up 30 points in a game like I, they seem to really struggle in every department right now. So I think it's going to, I think the Eagles are going to win the game, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than what the spread says. Baldy, we, we appreciate, I know you said one more topic here, but we're running short on time here. So really appreciate you as always, my friend, Baldy is on Twitter at Baldy NFL. You got to check out the best football show. Also check out in the huddle and Baldy will be on the call coming up on Christmas Eve again of the Colts and the Falcons in Atlanta. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Safe travels this weekend. Enjoy the games and have a very, very joyous and Merry Christmas uh, and happy holidays with you and the fam. And we'll catch up with you next week. That's the plan, Nick. All the same, all the best back to you guys as well. The great Brian Baldinger joining us here on You Better You Bet. Just like uh, a fountain of positivity, isn't he? Always like like, a great time of year. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah, good. it's like let's let's get to it. I mean, the guy. It's like a lot of people like will will come on like week ten and be like, uh, like uh, how many more weeks? I feel like every time we have months, it's like ah, oh, let's get right into it. It's like week twelve. Let's go. So I thought I'd feel a little bit more like that off an off day, and you know, it's 
hasn't quite clicked yet. Can, <laughs> we'll can you eventually. believe? I, can you believe it's like it's like we're, it's almost done? Like not yeah. almost, almost done. It's week sixteen. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like the Christmas this week, like New, New Year's Day, like a week from Monday, and then we're just then it's like really done. Then it's then we gotta do this. We gotta start doing way more Sims. I we gotta start talking about who's playing who. Yeah. I was seconds away from literally saying like we got we got to bust out the old sim at some point here in the near future. Sure. Uh, on on the other side, more picks, more analysis, more bets for Week 16 in the NFL. This time coming courtesy Will Brinson from CBS Sports.